Navneet Kalra is a prominent businessman from Delhi. He owns optical stores and several restaurants in Delhi's Khan market. Delhi police arrested him recently for hoarding and black marketing of oxygen concentrators. People were seething with anger against the low life that profited from people on deathbeds. Navneet Kalra's father, Dayal Kalra, established Dayal Opticals in 1961. After Navneet took over from his father in 2011, he expanded the stores to eight locations, reaching a turnover of 46 crore rupees. Navneet is also in the restaurant business. Khan Chacha is a Delhi's iconic restaurant known for its roles. It was started by Haji Banda Hassan in 1972. It shut down in 2009. Namnit Kalra entered into a partnership with Hassan and Sons and revived the restaurant in 2010. In 2016, the partnership fell apart and a bitter court battle ensued. Namnit Kalra and Haji Hassan Sons reached an out-of-the-court settlement. As a result, Kalra became the owner of the Khan Chacha brand. Khan Chacha has expanded to 14 branches with a turnover of 25 crore rupees. In addition, he is associated with four other high-end restaurants in Khan market, including Nej and Ju. Kalra clearly is a gifted businessman. His father ran the optical store for 50 years. But after Kalra took over from his father, he grew the business to eight locations with 46 crore rupees turnover. The iconic Khan Chacha was shut down in 2010. He took over and now Khan Chacha is operating in 14 branches with 25 crore rupees turnover. In a rational society, Kalra would be a celebrated entrepreneur and will be seen as a man that feeds hungry stomachs while providing employment to hundreds. Not in India. For us, successful businessmen are synonymous to evil, blood-sucking parasites. As COVID virus was ravaging India, Navneet Kalra's associates at Matrix Cellular bought 7,500 oxygen concentrators from China between April 17th and May 3rd of this year. They have invested 30 crore rupees of their money. The concentrators were bought at a rate of 14,000 to 24,000 rupees. All tax obligations, including the CES and GST, which was 28% prior to May 2021, were paid. They were allegedly selling these concentrators online for 70,000 rupees and it was a legitimate operation. They are so legitimate, they have donated 200 oxygen concentrators and 10,000 masks across the country as per their corporate social responsibility and have also committed another 200 oxygen concentrators to various reputable social organizations. So how did Kalra's arrest come about? Police said, during area patrolling, it came to our notice that one restaurant, namely Nejju, was found open and some suspicious activity was going on. After searching the restaurant, one person was sitting on a laptop and he was getting orders online of oxygen concentrators. And on searching the restaurant premises, a total of 32 boxes of oxygen concentrators were found. Nej and Ju is owned by Navneet Kalra. So let's see if he got this right. Delhi police went for a stroll, saw someone sitting on a laptop and grew suspicious. Wow, I didn't realize that sitting on laptop is considered a suspicious criminal activity. For the grave crime of sitting on laptops and taking orders, the police have arrested four employees. Police then raided other restaurants belonging to Kalra and seized 
524 oxygen concentrators. The media blitzkrieg started. Kalra the black marketer, hoarder, crooked businessman who profits from people on the deathbed. A blogger wrote, exemplary punishment should be awarded to such notorious personalities to rebuild common man's faith in the judiciary. Another vented, courts must take such cases very seriously and sentence guilty with severe penal fines and jail for half their life. Why jail him for half his life? Let us imprison him for life. Even better, why not hang him or behead him in Saudi style? Fearing police arrest, Kalra sneaked out of town along with his family. He pleaded the courts for anticipatory bail, but his requests were promptly denied. He was arrested and spent three days in police custody. Navneet Kalra was stripped naked of his social standing and his image was indelibly tarnished. The high society socialite who boasted friendships with cricket players, movie stars, Politicians, media honchos now will be remembered as a criminal who robbed people on their deathbed. One media organization called it poetic justice. The society is now content that it has dragged a wealthy, successful man down to its third world gutter. If we can't rise up to his level, we can at least bring him down to our level, no? The fact that police didn't have a single complaint against Kalra must have rattled them. It was a victimless crime, so police went on a victim hunt. Police got hold of Kalra's mobile call records and started calling and asking his friends and family to rat on him. They even asked Kalra's son to turn against his father and then asked his lawyer to file a case against his own client. Stupendous investigative work. When police didn't have much luck, the infamous enforcement directorate entered the scene. The ED raided Kalra's properties and then they raided his father-in-law's properties. They seized his laptops, pen drives and multiple property documents. They searched all his restaurants and didn't even spare dial opticals. They even opened Kalra's bank lockers. All this for selling oxygen concentrators, the machines that saved lives? That too at a time people were desperate and begging on the streets for oxygen concentrators to save their loved ones. Wow! How did we end up ceding these many of our liberties to the government? Tax authorities have the power to kick your bedroom door open in the middle of the night and seize whatever they want. Even bank lockers are not safe. They don't even need court orders to do this. Individual liberty has become a meaningless notion in India. Presumption of innocence is merely a theoretical construct. Our laws give all the power to the government while hapless citizens have to endure the reign of terror. So what was the government's argument when Kalra's hearing came up in the court? Police told the Delhi court that Navneet Kalra has ruined the name of our society. The prosecution asked Kalra, you have kept all these products in a situation where purchasers are on deathbed just for making money. Isn't it cheating? Hoarding actually is a desirable economic activity. But Kalra didn't even hoard these products. It was his inventory. Police caught him when they were selling concentrators online. Also out of 7,500 concentrators, about 500 were seized. Presumably the rest have been sold. When they have already sold over 93% of the concentrators, how is this hoarding and black marketing? 
if selling something to a patient on deathbed for profit is cheating, then every private hospital, every doctor and every medical store that is treating terminally ill patients is cheating because they all work for a dirty world called profit. I believe Kalra is not a villain but in fact a hero. Kalra and his associates had the foresight which the government lacked badly. They saw that people would die for lack of supplemental oxygen and imported 7,500 life-saving oxygen concentrators from China, risking 30 crore rupees of their own money. They paid all the taxes. Yes, they sold it for a profit, but the fact remains their oxygen concentrators have saved hundreds of lives. So should we let people die because we don't want businessmen like Kalra to make money? High profits act as an incentive to make businessmen risk their personal savings and hunt the globe for oxygen concentrators. If I am on a deathbed, I would be willing to spend everything I have to save myself. What good is my wealth to me if I am dead? How is it moral for me to hang on to my material belongings while I am on my deathbed and then expect the rest of the world to have a charitable heart and subsidize my treatment? Police claimed that while Kalra was ripping people off, websites like India Mart were selling 5-litre concentrators for 35,000 rupees. Wait a minute! So people did have a choice of buying concentrators from others at a lower price point. So nobody put a gun to buyers' heads and made them buy expensive Navneet Kalra oxygen concentrators. In fact, a quick search on Amazon I did for oxygen concentrators revealed that the highest priced concentrator sells for 3.1 lakh rupees and the lowest one is as low as 11,000 rupees. People have a choice between high cost and low cost products. Here comes the best part. The government tells the court that Kalra's concentrator is useless and as good as a dabba. If that is true, that is a legitimate concern. But how come nobody filed a complaint against his Dabba product? Why is the police begging people to come forward against Kalra, including his own son and lawyer? It gets better. After police seized over 500 of Kalra's concentrators, what do they do with them? They distribute them to COVID care centers for free. For free. Did they not accuse and arrest Kalra for selling useless Dabba concentrators? Why are they giving them away for COVID patients use? Isn't this legalized robbery of Delhi police? Kalras is not an isolated case. Delhi police went on a rampage seizing any oxygen concentrator they can find without realizing they are killing the entrepreneurial spirit that is hunting the globe to bring concentrators to India. They were basically killing the goose that lays golden eggs. The mindless knee-jerk overaction of the police must have cost the lives of scores of people. Police then accused Kalra of not being charitable. He is not doing any charity. Had you sold it on a cost price, it would have been charity. But you sold it at a much higher price." End quote. But let us see how charitable the government has been towards its own citizens. Delhi police have arrested two life-saving COVID businessmen Vinay Agarwal and Akash Vasisht for indulging in black marketing of oxygen concentrators. Their crime? allegedly selling 50,000 rupees concentrator for 1,25,000 rupees. Police seized 12 oxygen concentrators that were in their possession. Police felt they should keep these concentrators for their own use. They told the court that their officers were suffering from COVID and they needed these 12 concentrators to save their lives. Court agreed with the police and gave an order on how these 12 concentrators should be distributed. The order reads, and I am quoting and I am not kidding. 
they said three oxygen concentrators be released to the office of principal district and sessions judge tis hazari two will be released to the office of the principal district and sessions judge dwarka three oxygen concentrators will go to the office of the principal district and sessions judge saket and two to covid health center at delhi judicial academy dwarka so two businessmen invest their hard earned money hunt the globe and get life saving concentrators and sell them to willing buyers police grab them for their personal use but then the judiciary decides to seize the concentrators from the police and for their own use i am embarrassed i am out of words i don't even know what to say fortunately sanity prevailed in the end and the lower court's order was later set aside by a higher court now let us look at another charitable act of our government government of india levies highest taxes in the world on covid related goods let that sink in highest in the world times of india reported india levies highest import duty in the world on all covid-19 goods including test kits swab disinfectants and inputs for vaccine production which is making both the covid-19 treatment and vaccine costlier here's one more regulation raj special for you max hospitals had to move delhi high court when 3000 of their life saving concentrators were stuck with the customs office it was rumored that customs was seeking clarification on how much hafta sorry tax to collect on the consignment well the government's tax collection cannot stop when patients are gasping for oxygen but if the businessmen make a profit they are treated like the scum of the earth so what is the best way to tackle india's covid crisis let the market provide solutions and not treat businessmen as criminals remove obstacles placed in the form of overtaxation and regulation lack of treatment facilities and high cost of treatment are the government's makings healthcare sector for too long has been overregulated and overtaxed it is an impossible task to open a new medical college or a new hospital unless you are politically well connected india needs a lot more doctors and quality hospitals at an affordable price this can only be achieved with deregulation and reduced taxation it's time india pay heed to what mahatma gandhi had said government is best which governs the least